0: Hey, Seattle hockey fans. Happy Monday. Happy Memorial Day. We have a decent amount to talk about. We're going to talk about, of course, the AHL playoffs happening actually right now as I'm recording. And then Emerald City Hockey traveled to game two of the Calder uh, Cup playoffs. We'll hear a little bit about Ty Cartier and then, of course, get you ready for all we know about the Stanley Cup playoffs. All that more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. What do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to a Monday edition of Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. Thank you to the everydayers for listening. Now, I took uh, Friday off, but uh, it is a holiday weekend, so I took Friday, but that's why we're here on Monday. The Coachella Valley Firebirds playing game three of the AHL playoff series against the Milwaukee Admirals. Now, you... You caught Thursday's show because you're an everydayer, then you know that we had a squad cast episode with Ann Kimmel and we talked about this series. I'm going to get you up to date on that series. We're going to talk about Ty Cartier and then, of course, talk about what's happening with the Stanley Cup playoffs. First, let's just get into it. Let's get into what's going on with the Coachella Valley Firebirds. The Coachella Valley Firebirds are leading the series two to nothing against. The Milwaukee Admirals going into tonight's game. Now, there's some things that I really like. There's some things that we talked about with Ann that are coming to fruition. And then as I alluded to in the opener, Emerald City Hockey got to go to game two. I believe it was Dylan reporting. And we got some insight from Dan, the man, Disco Dan Bilesma. On Ty Cartier, what made him the right call up? And obviously, we saw what he did in the Stanley Cup playoffs and the run for the Seattle Kraken. All right. So, one thing that you have to know about the Coachella Valley Firebirds, in case you didn't remember or you're not an everyday, or thank you for the everydayers, your team every day right here. On locked on Kraken. You can also, of course, listen on Sirius SXM and anywhere else you eat your podcasts, including on YouTube. But for those who maybe aren't an everydayer, you might not remember that Max McCormick is the captain of the Coachella Valley Firebirds and he is absolutely crushing it. He had a hat trick to help the, um, Coachella Valley Firebirds win game one. Now that game was Thursday night. So that was the same day of the squad cast. It was a 6-4 win over the Admirals. So that's 10 goals right there in that game. And then it was another eight goals in game two. A 5-3 victory for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Now on the one hand, we like that the Coachella Valley Firebirds are scoring. I'm going to get into what I don't like in a little bit. We'll get back to that. But let's talk about game one. Max McCormick, the captain of the Coachella Valley Firebirds, he had a hat trick. But it was actually Ty Cartier that got the party started. He opened the scoring account. And don't you love it? The two assists. I'm going to pull this up for those watching on YouTube because I I just want you to see it. So you can see why I'm so excited here. But the two assists, Riker Evans and Joey Decord. That's right. We get a goalie assist here. And again, just crushing it is uh, Max McCormick. He scores the final two goals for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Uh, Andrew Peltrowski Coming back from injury, really great story there. But he scored after Max McCormick's first goal that was assisted by Alexander True. And then uh, Jesper Froden, Ty Cartier, uh, they assist on the the Poltrarski goal. And then Max McCormick from Coland twice over to get us that scoreline. Now, uh, just keep this in mind. We'll break it down a little bit later on the show. But Milwaukee was over three on the power play, and the Coachella Valley Firebirds one for four on the power play. So, that's the first game. And then the second game, and that was the 5-3 victory for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. That was on Saturday, May 27th. Alexander True, no assists, opens up the account in the first minute and one second. So the first minute of the game. And then Jesper Froden, uh, uh, Pet- Petman, McCormick again, and Carson Trowinski get on the board Um Shane Wright had an assist there, and you'll hear a little bit, or I'll refer to you to, once again, Emerald City Hockey for that. But the penalties were a little bit out of control on this game. Uh, penalty minutes. Um, the the Firebirds were on the power play five times in Game 2. Five times in Game 2. Do you know how many times they scored? No, no power play goals. They gave up the power play goal to Milwaukee. Um, you know, so we talked about this with Ann. We knew that just like our NHL team, special teams, little bit of a problem, little bit of a problem for us. Again, we talked about some of these stats with Ann, but I just want to go over going into tonight's game, which again has already, the puck has dropped uh, women's basketball kept me a little bit busy today For those who did not follow me personally uh, It's not really worth getting into But there was a lot going on Anyway, um, here we go This is what we have The power play for the Coachella Valley Firebirds At home 8 for 47 I'm going to pull this up on YouTube So you can look at what I'm looking at 8 of 47 Wait, Wrong one 8 of 47 Not great Not great. While, um, so the overall power play is at a 20% clip, 12 of 60. I mean, okay. And then it's 10 of 39 for the Milwaukee Admirals. We are uh, on the PK, 81%, so much better. Uh, 8 of 43 for opponents. And uh, the PK for the Admirals at an 85% clip. So both teams significantly better on the PK. Now the PK penalty killing at home is better for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And the PK away is better for the Admirals. So we'll see how, if at all, that comes into play. But the Coachella Valley Firebirds are on the road tonight. Um, So uh, coming up next on the show, I want to take you to um, actually a conversation about Ty Cartier. I want to talk about Ty Cartier because obviously he's playing with Coachella Valley right now. I talked to you about some of his stats, but he was with us, the Seattle Kraken that is, During the NHL postseason and uh, Disco Dan Bilesma talked to Emerald City Hockey, who was on hand for game two. So we're going to take you to that. Uh, That and more is coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. Hello, Ty Cartier. It's the same way when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need a part and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back because just like in sports confidence is the name of the game when you shop on ebay motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from you'll be back in the game in no time after all it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed get the right parts get the right fit and the right prices on ebaymotors.com let's ride eBay guaranteed fit only available for U.S. customers eligible items only exclusions apply. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Crack a part of your daily routine. I'm the host, Erica L. Ayala. I'm also the founder of Black Rosie Media. And if you follow the WNBA, make sure you follow our weekly five storylines in five minutes. That drops on Thursdays. And if you are a New York Liberty fan or you are Curious about the New York Liberty, or you're a fan of a team that the New York Liberty is about to play, then I think you should listen to our podcast. Gotta get up, gotta get up. It's just the one, but I I like saying it together. Anyway, comes from a song that the New York Liberty played during their t-shirt t-shirt toss, all things New York Liberty and the New York Liberty tomorrow, Tuesday, will be taking on the Seattle Storm. That's right. Brianna Stewart back home. Well, technically she's from New York. But she spent her first, what, eight seasons as a pro in Seattle. Anyway, the point is, it's a revenge game, as we like to say here on Locked on Kraken, but for Stewie, although I think it's all love. Anyway, she's going to play the Seattle Storm struggling out of the gate. They're 0-2, and yes, there's already talk of our team's tanking for Caitlin Clark? Question mark. Minnesota Lynx 0 for 4 the Seattle Storm, 0 for 2. But as you can tell, the season just started. So we'll see what happens there. Anyway, back to the hockey. Said I wanted to uh, talk about Ty Cartier because, um, you know, he was Fabulous for us. Let's talk a little bit about what he did for the Seattle Kraken, and then we'll get into what Dan Bilesma had to say about him. Because again, he is with the Coachella Valley Firebirds as they make their run in the AHL playoffs. But here we're taking you to NHL.com. You can see right here, I'll make it bigger for those watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on audio, don't worry, I'm going to talk you through everything per usual 2022 23 playoff stats he played 10 of the 14 games again he was a call up after that gnarly hit that had Jared McCann out he had 3 goals, 2 assists for 5 points overall. He was a plus 6. He had 13 shots um and that those are his career stats. But so what does that look like for the Coachella Valley Firebirds? I talked to you about um you know him being able to be effective for the Coachella Valley Firebirds um, in the postseason, so let's take you now to uh, the stats for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. I just want you to to get a sense on how special this guy is. Remember, he is the AHL Rookie of the Year. Um, you know, just a great find for the Seattle Kraken. So Ty Cartier won the Dudley Red Garrett Memorial Award, AHL's outstanding rookie of the 2022-23 season, voted on by coaches, players, and members of the media in each of the 32 cities. Cartier recorded 28 goals and 29 assists to lead all rookies with 57 points in 2022-23. Seven of those goals, game-winning goals. So... Now, he signed as a free agent with the Seattle Kraken in March of 2022. And, um, you know, now is the most outstanding player in the AHL. Ty Cartier has a really great story. And I want to take you now to, uh, to to head coach Dan Bilesma. This is him talking. Uh, this is a recording that Emerald City Hockey picked up after game two of the calder playoffs in the ahl
1: there's no question about what kind of player ty is and what he's good at and what he can do well for the team i don't know how i think he had seven shots on that probably had 12 attempts um you know he he uh at, at several times he uh let everybody know in the building like he's gonna score he's he's coming here to score a goal and and uh He's, he's developed that over the course of the year. He's not in a great spot, to, to be honest, at the beginning of the season with where he was at in the roster and where he was at in the lineup and the opportunity he had. And he, he had the mindset he was going to work and do everything he could to, to improve his game, and his skating, his, his puck handling, his shot, and, and uh, did that over the course of the whole year. And like I said, there's, there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt kind of what kind of player is he, and he did it in Seattle as well.
0: When an NHL spot opens up like that, I mean, how much do you factor into that decision as far as kind of maybe letting Ron know, you know, who the right player is to meet that moment?
1: Players make that decision. The players make that decision with how they're playing. And, you know, they, it's uh, there was a couple different times throughout the year where there was opportunities for a call-up. And it, Ty was, Ty was leaving no question pretty much anybody's mind about who that column should be. And that's that's all on him. As I said the players make that decision. They make the decision because of how they're playing. They play that. they play and make that decision because of how they're competing and, and that one was obvious.
0: That one was obvious. Like that's the confidence that that Dan Bilesma, Jessica Campbell who's been on the show that's the confidence that they have in Ty Cartier. So huge, huge for him. Cannot wait to see what his development looks like. And, you know, is he going to return to the AHL next year? I guess we'll really have to see what training camp brings for Ty Cartier. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'm briefly going to take you over to um, the... NHL, and yeah, there's still playoffs. I know, it's wild because we're not in the playoffs. So I was just like, I'm going to take a little break. Also, you know, the WNBA season started. So, um, you know, we know Florida's in. We, last time we spoke, both Florida and uh, the Vegas Golden Knights had the opportunity to clean sweep. Carolina, the cleanest NHL city in the country. And Dallas on the on the precipice, on the brink of a sweep in the last 3 games. Well, 2 I guess, and 3 being tonight. Um and they have staved off elimination, which of course just holds off Anyone being able to make fun of me for my big, bad, bold prediction, being that the Seattle Kraken will win a Stanley Cup before the Vegas Golden Knights. So, yeah, Dallas, we need you to work your magic. So that game, yeah, is going to be tonight, game six, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And can Dallas come up with a win? Will Vegas finally punch their ticket? Meanwhile, Matthew Kachuk's like joining, you know, the NBA broadcast. They're just chilling. Is it better to go in straight off to get some rest? You know, I guess we'll find out, but we'll talk about it coming up next on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. We are available on all audio listening platforms and on YouTube. So if you're not already subscribed, do that. We're still working through our exit interviews. A little bit of a holiday, a little bit here, a little bit there. Obviously, our AHL team is still in the playoffs. So we took a little pause for the cause. I told you we did not hear from Martin Jones and Ryan Donato because according to Seattle Kraken Media uh, PR, I should say, they were not requested. And I, I don't think Lindsay would lie to me. She would have no reason to lie to me. Of course not. So I have a bone to pick with Seattle Kraken Media. and That's really just my way of saying I'm gutted. I had FOMO, and had I been there in person, I would have asked to speak to Martin Jones and Ryan Donato. But I'll tell you why. I'm going to make a strong case for why we need Martin Jones's story after this season. And we potentially at least don't have it from him. I'm I'm very gutted. So we have that coming up on the, the podcast. We also have to get ready for the draft. We're going to do another mock draft on Locked on NHL. So that's going to be fun. Speaking of Locked on NHL, we have a show uh, on Fridays. We have the Women's hockey spotlight and i will be speaking to an olympian tomorrow tuesday uh at least that's when the interview is scheduled so i'll let you know later in the week if we are able to get that in the can but it's going to be a good one and that will be on friday's women's hockey spotlight so there's a lot of stuff going on but okay um you know let's get let's get into it we've got game six uh, you know Jamie Ben comes back he like just a really bonehead there's some you know and this is why I don't think the NHL playoffs needs to be seven games right off the bat they don't do that in the AHL you go five early and then you gradually you know you grow to seven but you know we're seeing some really dumb stuff some just that hit was stupid on Jamie Ben and then it was like this controversy because he didn't speak to the media and then he made some kind of oh I fell on top of him if you look at the video like eh, you know it, there's a, a an Emin, an Eminem line that's coming to my mind completely inappropriate to share on the podcast and if you are of a certain age you probably know what I'm talking about um, not gonna repeat it but it's like what you like slipped And fell on him? No. Come on. Come on, Jamie. Come up with something better. Anyway, going into tonight's game, uh, the Dallas Stars have a better power play. They're at a 32% clip. And they also have a better penalty kill at an 83% clip. Uh, We know that special teams (laughs) didn't do us any favors in our series against them. They're also winning the face-offs battle. They're scoring just a a scotch under the uh, Vegas Golden Knights at 3.28 goals per game as compared to 3.5 goals per game for the Golden Knights. And the Golden Knights only relent 2.81 goals. Great save the other night by Aiden Hill. Uh, Whereas the Dallas Stars, they're giving up three. Uh, So just to recap this series... You had um, game one was a 4-3 victory for Vegas. Then they won 3-2. Then they won 4 nothing. That was to get their third win, right? One more win, and they are into the Stanley Cup final for the second time in franchise history. But that's not quite what happened. Dallas got a 3-2 win on May 25th, and then a 4-2 win on the 27th, that was i believe saturday um and so they play did i say uh they play tonight yeah they play tonight game 6 and then game 7 if necessary would be um on the 31st which is wednesday so what are we, what are your thoughts let me know in the chat Let me know in the chat if you're watching on YouTube. Hit me up at elindsay08. That's E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-0-8. If, uh, you know, do you have any bold predictions for this game? I really don't. I haven't, like I said, I've been... uh, keeping eyes on the WNBA as that season just started. So I have not been watching this series as closely as some other experts, but we've got locked on stars. We've got locked on golden Knights. Obviously they're in the Pacific division, but you know, I, when it comes to hockey, when in baseball, I will, or I used to only root for national league teams. If the Mets were out, which was like always, uh, then I would stick with the National League, and that was, yes, in part a good part because I don't like the DH rule. I think if you are an athlete, you should you should bat. Um, but you know, pitchers don't hit, when we have a DH, and now we have a DH throughout all of baseball. Anyway, I digress. So, um, but I'm not rooting for Vegas. Is it my pride? Well, yes. It is my pride, but I mean, it's great that so many Pacific Division teams were in there. We had Edmonton, we had L.A., obviously, Seattle and the Vegas Golden Knights. So, you know, I love that for the Pacific Division. Broadly speaking, uh, we now have to be competitive. And if you are an everydayer and if you were an OG everydayer, you know that early on on the show, what was I talking about? I was saying Everyone's like, oh, the Pacific Division, weakest division, yada, yada, yada. Listen, what happens when you're bad or the the bottom feeders are in your division? What happens? That means that those teams are getting their draft lotto teams, which means that they're getting high draft picked. So in theory, right, Teams with higher draft picks should either be able to move those picks into veterans and elite players that they can use now or create a pipeline of talent. Hopefully both, really, and that's where Seattle is right now. So I knew that if Seattle was going to make a run and be a competitive team in the Pacific Division, we're going to have to do it, I said, in our first three years. Guess who did it? We made it to the second round, two game sevens. So I love that for us. I love that for the Pacific Division. And honestly, I was completely wrong. I undershot what the Seattle Kraken could do in our second season. And I honestly don't know what to think. But again, free agency hasn't started yet. We've got the draft. We have to see what's going to happen Who's going to come back healthy? And this is why I'm so bummed that we didn't get to hear from Martin Jones. Like, what was going on? I'm going to have to ask somebody from media about this because I'm really put out. I can't believe that nobody asked for Martin Jones. He is the reason that we won so many games early on. Let's just keep it 100%. He was a warrior for us. It, It petered out. Didn't look great towards the end of the season, had an injury, but uh, you know, he played an important role in how we were able to bounce back after our inaugural season. And we didn't get to hear from him. So yeah, I'm bummed about that. Anyway, on tomorrow's episode, we'll get to learn who won game three between the Milwaukee Admirals and our Coachella Valley Firebirds. Uh, We'll get to know, Are are we going to the Stanley Cup final? Do we have a game seven between Vegas and Dallas? You're not going to want to miss it. And yes, we will continue our exit interviews. And I will get into my thoughts about Martin Jones. We'll go over the stats. We'll go over the facts. All that's coming up later this week on Locked on Kraken. Until then, be kind to yourselves and to each other. You know what I'm going to say? Hold fast. Stay true. Let's go, Kraken. Let's go. Firebirds, get fired up. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.